we said. The Press Box. We've made it to Friday, and we've got another Press Box podcast for you. Hi, Mike Grace here for my partners, Chris Stewart and J.D. Byers. Glad to have you aboard as we offer up just a slice of what you can hear each and every day on great stations around the state of Alabama and online 24-7 at PressBoxRadio.com. Want to find us? We'll go to the website. That's the easiest way to do it. Go to PressBoxRadio.com. Check the affiliates page there to find the station nearest you. On the episodes page, you can hear the show on demand, hour by hour, or simply press the listen button to hear the Press Box anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. All right, to today's podcast ahead of a big, big college football matchup down at Auburn tomorrow night. It's the 18th-ranked Auburn Tigers hosting the 10th-ranked Ole Miss Rebels. And to break down and preview that matchup, we talked to a guy who knows his X's and O's as good as anybody we know. That's Jason Campbell. Why not? A decade as an NFL quarterback, a stellar career as the Auburn quarterback. And yes, we'll talk about Ole Miss and about Auburn. But let's start with Auburn's last game, a pretty good one, when they knocked off the Arkansas Razorbacks. Yeah, it was a big win in uh, in Arkansas. Uh, like I said, we know Arkansas has kind of been struggling a little bit since Georgia and Ole Miss lost. And, you know, they was kind of like they was beat up a little bit. But Auburn went in there and did what they needed to do. You know, they went in there, they they – Played a being but don't break type style defense against the offense that can score points. And, you know, I thought they did a really good job once they got in the red zone defensively of, of keeping them out of the end zone and creating turnovers as well. And you end up getting a touchdown from the defense as well uh, from a recovery in the end zone. So those are things that can happen because of the type of players we have on our defense. But we just need more of it. We need more. We need more turnovers uh, by them as the season can, continues to progress. Progress because we're going to come up against a team like Ole Miss, and it may be of every possession may have to count. And especially for us on offense, I thought Bo. This was the first game I've seen him in a long time where he just looked completely calm and completely like in control in the pocket. I thought his feet looked very calm. I thought he made some great throws down the field um, to Demetrius and Javarius. And I thought he ran when he needed to run. And he made plays with his legs. And I thought the receivers stepped up big this game. I thought they made some catches that was contested, that they made some catches where usually they had some drops early in the year. So there was progress in that and getting Tank back going and getting and, and trying to get the run game, you know, uh, along with Hunter and getting those things back going because I feel like, Tank hadn't been able to break loose over the last couple of weeks. Our team had a, had a, had his number, but I think heading to the Ole Miss game, he will have some opportunities to break some big runs. Has Ole Miss improved defensively? Yes, they've improved defensively, but I don't think they improved to a point to where you're just going to shut down our run game and and, and make us go one dimensional. So I expect it to be a big game this weekend. I expect it to be you know, really loud. I expect uh, Ole Miss to come in here and. You know, try to, you know, do what they do best is try to take the home team crowd out of by scoring early. So we can stop them defensively early and get our crowd behind us. We can make it a long day for them. Jason, you're from Taylorsville, Mississippi. Um, Eli, I guess, uh, Eli was at Ole Miss already when you were being recruited. Was was Ole Miss a factor at all for you coming out of high school? No, Tumberville tried to recruit me uh, my sophomore year and junior year really hard. And I told him, I said, well, Y'all just signed Eli. Eli was a year ahead of me. I was just like, so that wouldn't make sense for me. Uh-huh. And then when he signed to go to Auburn my senior year, then he reached back and he was just like, so now do we have a chance? I said, yeah, you have a real chance now. I said, uh, you know, they don't really have anybody there yet. And, you know, no one I see coming in and 
I said, and David Green was the other guy that they was recruiting really hard. And and it's so funny, I run it that David and myself ended up on a Georgia visit together the week before when Auburn played Georgia. And then the week, the next week, Auburn played Alabama. And we both talked to each other. We was like, well, whichever decision one makes, the other going to go to the opposite. So for me, it came down between Auburn, Georgia, and LSU. And for him, it was Auburn and Georgia. And uh, I ended up choosing Auburn, so he ended up choosing Georgia. So we always talk about that story, how we still good friends today. Jason Campbell is our guest here, former Auburn quarterback, uh, NFL veteran. You're doing stuff with the with the Washington football team now on Sundays as well. He's, he's just phenomenal, fountain of information. And um, talk back to some of those games, if you will, Jason, against Ole Miss. I mean, you guys clinched the West mm-hmm. in 2004. Uh, Ronnie had a big game in 2002 over there. Your freshman year was a big home win. Um, the, the games don't really impact this Saturday. We'll get to this Saturday, but just your memories of – of facing Ole Miss when you were in college? Oh, yeah, it was always a big game for me. Just like I told the guys that's like Ronnie from Georgia, I said Auburn, Georgia was a big game for him. And, uh, you know, the Iron Bowl was always big. But for me, every time I went back to the state of Mississippi to play or play against them, I always felt like we need, we definitely need to win those games. Because I go home in the offseason, you know, I didn't want to hear anybody talking noise. I didn't want to have to, you know, hear all of that. So, you know, for me, being a top player coming out of the state of Mississippi, I was already getting a lot of chaos for that. And I was just like, well, you know, I was going to the place where I feel it was best fit for me. I was just like, and Auburn ended up being that fit. And um, like I said, the first year we went back, my redshirt freshman year, we go there and win. And, you know, it's people in the stands and, and everything, and, you know, people screaming at you and stuff. But it was really hard because Tobyville – they didn't like him at all. And I remember getting there and they were just trying to throw stuff at the bus and, you know, because how he left Ole Miss and came to Auburn. So I kind of got caught up in the midst of it, but uh, in the middle of it. But, you know, we ended up winning that game and sophomore year we ended up winning again. And uh, I just remember, actually, my first SEC start was against Ole Miss um, in college at home. And uh, that was a big game. So, the only game we lost to him was was my junior year, and you know we we had that game won. You know that was unfortunately you know we ended up dropping the ball in the back of the end zone, but you know I would have been undefeated against Eli in college, but uh, you know we ended up being two and one against him. But it was always a great rivalry, man. I always remember playing against Ole Miss, and you know their fan base is always pretty cool. If you've never been to Ole Miss to the Grove, it's all exciting. So, but I'm just glad to say that I only lost one time my whole college career to uh, a school in the state of Mississippi. Yep. Yeah, no doubt. Undefeated against Mississippi State and and uh, and had it there for the taking and the only loss against Ole Miss. All right, Jason, let's talk Saturday. Uh, we know this Ole Miss offense can score points. They're 13th in the league in, uh, in a lot of defensive categories. They're improved, but still near the bottom of the league in, in defensive categories. Mm-hmm. What are some things you're looking for? Uh, Saturday, and, and I'll kind of let you pick either either side of the ball. They're going to be key for Auburn in this game. Well, I would say for us, our defensive line is going to be the biggest key because you know our defensive backs can only hold up for so long. And when, when you got a guy like Matt Corral, who's a Heisman type candidate, you know you got to be able to find a way to contain him. You can't stop everything. You know they do too they do too many things great, but you have to stop the main things that they do best and. You know, you have to make sure it's a D lineman that you're not getting out of your lanes when you're rushing the passer. Everybody has an assignment. Sometimes your assignment may not be to sack the quarterback, but just keep him from getting from from scrambling for first downs. And so, you know, we got to make sure that we're doing that because he does run the ball a lot. 
I think he ran the ball like 30 times against Tennessee. Uh, then you come about and you think about this week coming up, they had some receivers that was out uh, last week against LSU, but they probably have some of those guys back. So, you know, they're going to try to challenge us. That's what Lane likes to do. You know, he likes to challenge you downfield with some play action pass. He likes to snooze you a little bit, hit you with some short stuff, hit you with the RPOs, and then try to take his shot. So our guys got to make sure on the back end that they're staying alert, that they just don't get, need to get beat deep. But our front our front seven has really got to show up this week, and uh, this is a big game for them. And uh, hopefully getting Owen back, hopefully that helps out big time. It always does when you get a big starter back. Uh, we definitely gonna need him in this game. And then you think about us offensively against them. You know, how do we keep pace? Well, like you said, our defense is ranked kind of towards the bottom in a lot of areas. But, you know, sometimes that can be misleading because of the simple fact that their offense scores so many points and they score so fast that they're on the field a lot more. And teams are trying to play catch-up, so teams are throwing the ball a lot more to try to keep up with them. So they have improved. But like I say, I feel like watching us against Arkansas, our passing game improved. Our running game kind of got it back, got back going, and that's what we got to do. We got to come in this game and make it a short game for Ole Miss. You can't give them so many opportunities. So for us, offensively, I don't like the word "keep away," but that's pretty much what we have to do. You know, we have to sustain drives on third downs. We got to stay on the field. We got to run the football, and you got to try to wear them down and play clock control and, and and limit their possessions on offense. And I think that's the way you approach Ole Miss this week. Both quarterbacks are mobile. If you were the defensive coordinators for these two teams, would you use a spy either on Corral or on Bo? And we know what you get when you use a spy. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you, you've got one guy that's accountable for the quarterback wherever he goes. What do you give up then if that's your strategy as a D coordinator? Well, like I said, you use a spy, you have to. You know, like I said, Bo has been scrambling for a lot of first down. Like last week, I mean, two weeks ago against Arkansas, he scrambled for a 20-some-yard touchdown late in the game. And uh, – you know, so people know that he likes to run just as well as Macarell likes to run. So when you use a spy, yeah, you lose a guy in pass coverage. Uh, you know, mostly he's going to be hovering around the middle. But, you know, his one job is to make sure you don't get outside the pocket. You don't, you know, pick up positive yardage. So, you know, it helps you in the passing game and uh, and everything. And so I just feel like, you know, these both of these guys are super athletic. And it's going to be a chess match. Um like sometimes you can blitz these guys up the middle, and then if you blitz them up the middle and you run your ends up the field, you can make it hard on them if your guys can beat their guys one-on-one up front. And that's what I mean by that is your outside linebackers and our 34 defense, if you can, if Wooten and those guys can beat their guy one-on-one up front and attack the quarterback and we can blitz them up the middle, then you take those lanes away. Now you got to hold up in man-to-man coverage if we choose to go that route. You got to be able to hold up. Can we do that? You know, we haven't seen much of it yet this year. And I'm pretty sure having a bye week, a longer week to prepare, I'm pretty sure we're going to see some different things for Derrick Mason where he's going to have to come out the Matt Corral sometimes. And that we're going to have to hit him and hit him early. And as you don't hit him and you let him sit back there, he can pick you apart. And then for them, I think they want to try to, you know, get up in our receiver's face, try to see how much have we improved from that standpoint. And they're going to see can Bo be accurate enough to, to keep us on schedule on third downs and, and convert and convert. So it's going to be a little bit of a chess match, but I expect both of these guys to face some type of pressure on Saturday night. 
Got to keep their offense. You you mentioned keep away, keeping them off the field. A big part of that is what Auburn does on third down. Inevitably, it's going to happen. You're going to face third down situations. Both threw the ball to ten different pass catchers at Arkansas. Give me one or two guys that you think specifically on third down maybe difference makers for Auburn in not only keeping drives going and eventually mm-hmm. getting points, but also keeping Ole Miss's offense off the field. Yeah, I just think for us uh, offensively, I'm gonna go with Hudson. You know, Hudson. The reason I say Hudson because he's a big receiver for us. Uh, you know, he, he has great size, and it seems like Bo is kind of building a connection with him a little bit. Um, and like I said, getting Javaris Johnson going, man, is huge. Like he's made you know two catches down the field for us this year on some touchdowns. But if we can get him going, it, it really can help our offense because he is a fast guy. He's a you know, all state high school type of guy. So, you know, just getting him going in a passing game offensively. But uh, I'll say this, like, we got to find a way to win our one-on-one matchups out of the backfield. I know Showers does that pretty well. And, you know, we like to see a little bit of tank sometimes on third down as well. Yeah, we like to see tank in there on third down as well. Because I think once he gets the ball in his hands out of an open space, he's hard to bring down. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that scenario. And like I said, defensively for us, Smoke Monday is my key. Uh, like I said, he's a big hitter, but can he hold up in pass coverage this week? Because they will try to attack the middle of the field. They will try to attack him and isolate him on some routes and everything. So will he be a guy that can uh, that can get his hands on the balls like he's seen in the past? When he gets his hands on the ball, he usually turns them into touchdowns or some type of big play. But can he make sure that's also that he doesn't get beat as much this week because they're going to try to attack him? That's one knowledgeable cat and really appreciate him sharing his knowledge with us here inside the press box. Jason Campbell, the former NFL and Auburn quarterback and a part of the Auburn Sports Network. He'll be a part of the group tomorrow along with Andy Burcham, Stan White, our Brad Law and others who bring you coverage of that Ole Miss-Auburn game on the Auburn Sports Network. Our thanks again to Jason Campbell for joining us inside the press box. Hey, if you like what you hear on the podcast, a couple things you can do for us. You can uh, review us, rate us, and subscribe so you get the new ones each and every time they come out. Also, if you tell a friend, we would be most appreciative. They can find us wherever they find their favorite podcast, Apple and Google, plus iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. We're everywhere. Wherever you find your favorite podcast, simply search for Press Box Radio 1. That's Press Box Radio and the number one. Hey, guys, enjoy a great weekend. Go Braves! trying to win the 2021 World Series this weekend in Atlanta at Truist Park. And we'll recap it all with a Monday edition of the Press Box. Until then, for Chris Stewart, for J.D. Byers, I'm Mike Grace. We'll see you next time inside the Press Box.